Welcome back to the Adventures of a Disney Dad podcast. This is episode two. My name is Matt Brandeberger from AdventuresofADisneyDad.com. I'm welcomed by my podcast co-host, Chip Robinson. Say hi to everybody, Chip. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode two. Today we're going to be talking about all things Disney. We might sprinkle in a little Universal, but I think next week we might have some more Universal-centric episode. We're going to be ranking the moderate resorts today. So we're going to go through our four favorites, excluding Fort Wilderness, just for the purpose of this episode. And uh, we're going to give you our favorites for the families, for the kids, for the pools, for the food, all that stuff. Before we get too heavy into it, there's been a lot of Disney news this week. In particular, Disney Cruise Line has announced the treasure. Disney Twin. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? How awesome did it look? Oh, dude, it looks unreal. I can't wait. What's crazy about this is they're booking starting September 12th for the Pearl Castaway Club members. Then I think the general public is September 20th. For DVC members like you, Chip, you can start booking on September 18th, which is right around the corner. I mean, that's that's pretty quick for the maiden voyage, I believe, is December of 2024. And they're going to already be booking out till 2025, early 2025. So if you're interested in any of those dates, be ready to book because I'm assuming the treasure, I mean, with how spectacular it looked, it's going to fill fast. But let's let's pull up some of the... The photos here for a second, Chip. I mean, I, I just thought that this looked incredible. One of my favorite movies. My kids love Coco. There's going to be a Plaza de Coco restaurant. It's got to it be. It's got to be Mexican food, right? We, I mean, we're. Is that what we're going with? I, I would. I would assume so, but you. I mean, you never know. But it. It just looks incredible. There's a performer there acting as Miguel. I'm sure the music is going to be fantastic. Oh, awesome. It does say here there's going to be featured flavors of Mexico. There's going to be a Marvel dining adventure with character meets. 1923, more of a formal signature dining style restaurant. And then one of my favorite things that we saw was Jumbo Sweets. Do your kids love Zootopia? They do. They love it because I had to love it. And a couple of years ago when I was teaching in elementary school, we had, that was the, the Shakira song was the song I heard. So we watched it a bunch. And try got, try got, everything. Got, I think is what it's called. Yeah, they got they got to have something with the popsicle where the the, the he's melting the popsicles and selling them. They got to do something with that in there, right? Yeah, I mean, and it looks like it's going to be all gelato and ice cream and treats and candies. But uh, we love we love Zootopia in our house, and that is one of my favorite scenes with the two elephants serving the ice cream. I think it's going to okay. be fantastic. That's really cool theming for an ice cream shop on the on the Disney Treasure. When you look at entertainment, they I've already announced Beauty and the Beast. Wow. Beauty and the Beast is also on the dream, I believe. That's what we saw when my wife and I were on it. And it is it was phenomenal. Like it was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. So how would you have you seen the Beauty and the Beast performance at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Yes, and it's and it doesn't hold doesn't hold anything. Like it's the one on it's like Broadway. Oh, awesome! It's, it's, just a whole different quality level. It's it's a whole it's it's on a different planet. Awesome, awesome! One of the lounges is going to be themed after the Jungle Cruise, which looks awesome. I'm excited. Have, I'm hoping for all the puns. 
<laughs> yeah, you've got to hope that they're going to have some of the comedy and, and bring some of that to life with the bartenders. They've got the Periscope Pub. They've got uh, Palo Steakhouse. They've also announced French cuisine at Enchante. It's got all the amenities that you'd expect. It's got an aqueduct. It's going to have... Oh, no, oh, aqua mouse. The aqua mouse, in particular. <laughs> Storybook time. They're going to have a cargo bay, which is a shop that's related specifically to Star Wars. You can have chances to meet Chewbacca and Rey. You know, one thing that's always frustrated me at Hollywood Studios is my kids always want to see Rey, and they like we, we always miss her. It It's just so frustrating. Maybe we'll take we him on a her, cruise. We saw so her we twice when we were there. We saw her twice when we were there last time. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's it drives me nuts. My daughter always wants to see her and, and we always miss her. One of the coolest parts of the ship is the staterooms. They they look fantastic. They've got some that are themed to the Lion King, some that are themed to Aladdin. And one of the coolest things about this is that it's got that elegant and not like in your face Disney IP. I don't know, Chip, you and I haven't talked about this before. Do you, are you a big fan of the like heavy theming at the resorts and hotels? Yes and no. I mean, you got to have it, but it's got to, it can't be like throw up on you type of thing. But I like a little bit, like I like classiness. Like, like I think Polynesian, it's got to be Moana type things. Lilo and Stitch. I mean, I like, I like subtle hints of it, but I don't need it everywhere. And, and I think like my, my, the polar ends of the spectrum for me are the rooms that like art of animation is too much IP for me. It's, it's too much theming, but this Disney treasure and, you know, the Polynesian Coronado Springs, like the subtle hints of Disney that make you really feel like you're there, but also give you kind of that modern luxury hotel feel the contemporary feel I really, really enjoy that. And so I love seeing these renderings. The stateroom options, they, they just look fantastic. It's yeah, yeah, it's I, really it, impressive. It's the sister ship of the Wish, so it's going to be the same layout. But I think they're going to be almost, this almost looks more classy. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it, Maybe it's just the pictures. <laughs> it's, it's definitely got some luxury feel to it. And I am really excited about it. I hope I can convince my wife one day to to take a trip on the Disney treasure. And I know you guys are planning a, a cruise sometime in what, 2025. Yeah. I think in 2025. Um, and I will say with the treasure, it is seven nights um, versus the wish being uh, three and four nights. So it kind of takes the, what is it? The, the, the dream and the fantasy. It's kind of taken over their, their routes. Yeah. And seven days is, is a lot for a cruise, but I, you know, you certainly get your money's worth, you get your experience worth and they're, they're going to pack it, you know, with character meets and all kinds of stuff to do on the ship. So you certainly will not be bored. That's, that's you, for sure. If you go hungry, it's on your own. It was the <laughs> best food we've had. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. So jumping into D23 is this weekend. I think everybody's expecting huge parks news Stock price is down a little bit. The, the, I think, you know, there's just kind of a little bit of a cloud hanging over Disney parks right now. So positive news would go a long way. I think we're all hoping for it. The biggest rumor I think that we've heard so far is the potential updates to Animal Kingdom, which we all know it certainly needs it. And the rumor is that there might be a Zootopia area. It, a lot of that's, 
Yeah, a lot of that's coming. I, I don't know if you saw the pictures. There was some some pictures posted of what they're doing in Shanghai for the Zootopia area there. It looks awesome. And I would love to have a Zootopia area at Animal Kingdom. It's a controversial opinion. Like a lot of the old school Disney folks that are very historic and you know, have, want things done a certain way. They, they think Zootopia should belongs in Hollywood Studios or whatever. Chip, what do you think? It 100% belongs in Animal Kingdom. If they're not going to do the the dragons, which is what was on the original facade uh, or whatever, whoop, hit the mic, original facade of the dragons, then you got to go Zootopia. I mean, that's that's what belongs there. I don't like, if they're going to go Dino Land, you know, Dinosaur's a phenomenal ride. It's, it is so great. And it's well-themed. I don't know what they do there, but there's definitely space to go. Zootopia and like where was the I know they got the amphitheater in there but it's no, nothing's ever lasted in there so yeah they could do something with Zootopia and take over a bunch of space it would be it's needed It'd be a I think pressure. for us Zootopia and I, I would love to see a Coco themed area we love that movie and and I feel like it could be pretty magical in the way that Disney does things I don't know where you'd put it. And frankly, even if it's not Zootopia, I don't care what area that they build and they design for Animal Kingdom. It just needs something else. It, it you know? does. And it, it, it needs more rides. Yes. It, 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 and I don't, I don't need roller coasters. I need like, I don't know, like a good boat ride. I mean, the one over in um, oh, Pandora, it's like 35 seconds long. Yeah. Give, give, it, give me something nice over there. I, you know, I tell a lot of uh, guests that it's a half day park right now. And that is frustrating because it's worth, you know, it's worth a full day if, if you want to spend it. But, you know, for the most part, you can get a lot of the popular stuff done in a half a day and feel comfortable with it. And there's a lot of times where, you know, I'll go with my family and we don't make it a priority to go there. You know, if you're only going for three or four days, you know, maybe you skip going to Animal Kingdom, you know, while you're on that trip. And and I think that's a little frustrating. You know, every family, if you're going for the first time, you should make Animal Kingdom at least a half day priority. Get the park hopper or whatever, because it's it's worth it. it. It's got two of the best, two of the best things. I mean, the Lion King show is out of amazing. This world. It's 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 that we talk about Broadway type of thing. That is like what's Cirque du, Cirque du Soleil type of quality. And then you got at least a half hour on the safari. <laughs> and if you get the lion roaming around, I mean, it's worth every penny. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. I, I think you have to go to Animal Kingdom, but it's just frustrating because it's the first park that people cut, you know, when they're planning their vacations. And it's I think it needs a little love. So that's our news, you know, for the week. Just cut, touch on a couple things and let's get into the moderate resorts. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. the, I the, this it's my it's my favorite wheelhouse. This is my wheelhouse. I, I like when when we go to Disney, the moderates are where I like to live. You know, I, I think you're the same way. Like I think you stay at a lot of moderates, right? When you stay on site, I, I, I do. It, well, with DVC, but moderates are just they're they're comfortable. They're not mm -hmm. too loud. They're not too quiet. I mean, it's just, I almost get like a motel feel, but with a luxury 
hotel. Like, I don't know. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it feels homey, homey. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I, and I think, you know, for me personally, there's just certain reasons where you're like, Hey, I don't want animal kingdom on lodge on this vacation. The Polynesian, you know, availability is, you know, up in the air. Pricing is a huge factor, right? Because you have to weigh whether or not you're going to pay the upcharge to stay at a deluxe. And the moderate pricing always just seems to fit right for me. You know, with what we want to accomplish on our vacation, we absolutely, well, I don't want to spoil my top four. So <laughs> let's, let's, well, let's jump well, into this. Also, one, other, one other thing. They are right in the middle of everything. Like all That's the moderates true. are right in the middle. Like you, yes, they're literally in the middle of everything. And, and the biggest thing that, you know, we'll talk about it as we go through each one, but you know, the biggest di distinction in the moderates is usually the transportation, the pools and the food, you know, that's what you're going to find that's different at each one of the moderate resorts. So let, let's jump into it. What we're going to give our top four, each one of us will talk about it, but we're going to start with number four. So we'll leave some suspense for the last one. And we'll go through it here. Who is your what? What moderate resort is your fourth best favorite? Oh, my my buddy Max is gonna be so mad at me. French Quarter is number four in my opinion. It just doesn't have anything that I really want. Like I, I the beignets are okay, but the rooms just don't seem. And we'll obviously we'll get to my three here in a second. But it just doesn't. I think it's the weaker of the two. If we're talking talking the French Quarter and Riverside, I think it's the weaker of the two. I, I agree with you. Port Orleans French Quarter is my number four too, which I feel like is is a little bit of a controversial opinion. There, there's a lot of people, particularly on social media, that love Port Orleans French Quarter because you know there are some aspects of it that are very photogenic. You know, the grounds are beautiful, some of the buildings are beautiful. It doesn't have any specific restaurant or food or transportation that like really sticks out and makes it unique. In comparison, particularly to Port Orleans Riverside, which is, you know, it's sister resort. And it, it doesn't, it just doesn't have anything that makes me say, I really want to stay there in comparison to the other three options. Now, that's not to say that it's a bad resort because it's, to me, it's a perfectly acceptable resort. And I think if you got into a situation where you could get a great deal on it in comparison to the other three or in comparison to, you know, some of the deluxe or value resorts, it's a great option. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's just very steady. I think is, it is the best way to describe it for me. It's it's just very very average in terms of the other options available. I will say it is beautiful at night with all the lights when you pull up into the front, like at the entranceway. It's just, it, that is beautiful. I will say that that's probably the best part of it. Yeah, and, and I think you know you talk about the transportation options that are available. There's boats to some areas of Disney World from Port Orleans French Quarter, and then you're mainly taking the bus, which is fine. It's it's a short enough bus ride. You're very close to Disney Springs. I love bus transportation at Disney World, so you know I, I don't mind taking the bus, but it's not got the Skyliner or any of the other kind of benefits that you might see at some of the other options we're going to talk about. So moving on, what's your number three? It's Riverside. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And River Riverside actually is a huge. It's my. It's. It's like my favorite to go to, but I've. I'll say I haven't stayed at the other two in my top two, but I want to. Uh, okay. Riverside. I'm. A, I've stayed at the mansions. Um, it was beautiful. Yeehaw, Bob. Let's go ahead and 
he's probably the best entertainment of any of the moderates. Yeehaw, Bob, you see him. And they used to have it. They don't have it anymore. We went in 08 with my dad. And they had this, uh, I'm guessing it was Tonga Toast. It wasn't Tonga Toast at the Polynesian. Like It was like Tonga Toast at the Boat Rights. It was mm. the best. We went there for breakfast all seven nights, all, all seven mornings. And my stepmom's like, we have to go to get this French toast every day. And it was it was worth every every time. I don't know why, but it, it's got boat rights. It's got the quick service, the the slide over at the, the dead man's dead man's cove oh, pool. Yep, old man, uh, old man's old pool, man, old man island, right? Yep, old man island. It's the uh, main pool there, and it's got a number of different quiet pools. The but that's your number three. That's that's interesting. I, you and I text about this recently because. I'm surprised. Well, I'll hear yours, but so I just I just stayed there. So I'm gonna save that one. That is not my number. My number three is Caribbean Beach, Ooh. and Sebastian's Bistro doesn't do it for me, which is which is part of kind of why I have Caribbean Beach a little bit lower. The main focal point of Caribbean Beach for me is the Skyliner. It, I mean, it's fantastic. If it's an attraction in and of itself and staying at a Skyliner resort that is not of value leads you to Caribbean beach, right? If you want to be on the Skyliner, you don't want to pay for the Riviera. You, you kind of fall into Caribbean beach and it, it's again, it's perfectly acceptable, especially if, you know, the pools, the pool's fine. The pool's great, but the restaurants there don't really, you know, do it for me. But the the theming is just not my favorite. The color schemes, the 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 theming of the rooms, it's it's not my favorite. But I love it too. I mean, I like like that's. I'm not gonna not love a Disney resort. Like I'll stay anywhere. But if I have to pick a number three and I have to rank these, that's where it falls for me. And the reason why is number two is Port Orleans Riverside for me. <laughs> I I just stayed there. I stayed in the Magnolia Bend, which is, you know, the mansions and the grounds are just phenomenal. Like the the waking up in the morning and going to get coffee and walking through the grounds at that resort is something that you don't you don't find at many of the other options. You don't find the big trees with the shade and the water, the Sasagula River, the pools. I mean, it's it's just gorgeous to walk through. And for that, like, I, I love to run when I'm at Disney, too. So, like, the, the running paths are fantastic. It's just a really good spot to spend a resort day and go for a walk. You know, I, I really like it. I will say I have run that trail back in 2008 when I was training to get ready to go to college for football. Yeah. I run that trail. So I have been there. Yeah, it, well, and it it's like the pools are the, the kids will love the pools. Old Man Island is a, an awesome feature pool. There's a number of great quiet pools. The only downside for me for Riverside, and it's the reason why it's my number two and not my number one, I'm not a huge fan of the restaurants. Boat Rights is great, and there's there's a sampler there that oh my gosh, it was like really really good. And you know when you go with kids. Every Disney restaurant that you go to is going to have stuff on the kids menu that the kids are going to be fine. But, you know, it's a, it's a very specific type of food. And then you've got the cafeteria style stuff. They've got uh, pizza delivery there, which is nice that 
you know, you don't see at some of the other moderates, like Coronado doesn't have pizza delivery to your room. So there, there's just some really great options there. I, I, I love it. You know, the only downside again is you're, you're only taking the bus or some of the boats. You don't have the Skyliner that you have at Caribbean beach, but it, it's just the walking through the grounds there. It's one of my favorites. What about the, don't they have the one rooms with the fireworks bed? Yeah, the, the, the so they've got see, they've got the princess rooms and most most of the resorts is you know Tiana Tiana's Bayou themed and the you know I love that it's not in your face which we talked about before it's not heavy it's not heavy theming to me the rooms are a little bit on like they're renovated but they're a little bit on the older style side they're a little smaller a little darker but they're they're really great and there's nothing you know really negative about the rooms the biggest thing too. That I'll mention is like it's a big resort. So if you get if you get a room on the opposite side, it's it's a little bit of a haul. So you've got to be mindful of the maps and kind of where the bus stops are, and it can be a lot of walking, but it's gorgeous walking. You know, it's it's a fun area to walk through. So that that leaves you too. Yeah, with the the big the big beautiful trees are just just awesome. So that leaves your number two. Caribbean, Caribbean Beach. Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, so walk, walk me through your, what, what do you love about Caribbean Beach? Number one's the Skyliner. I mean, that's, I can get to two parks and not get on a bus, which I love the buses. But it's it's not so much the buses at the beginning of the day, it's the buses at the end of the day. With mm-hmm. the kids, I mean, you're what? If you're on the one side of, if you're on the north side of the uh, resort, you can get off at Riviera and walk. If you're pretty much anywhere else, you can just get off at the Caribbean Beach exit off the Skyliner, but with little kids, it's just the best of being able to get somewhere quick and get home. I think that's, yeah. it's, it's not so much in the, in the morning, it's getting home at night or in the afternoon for the nap. And that thing that's rips funny. through that line. Oh, dude, it goes, I mean, it, it rips through the line. It says it holds 10 people, but it's normally just, they put a family in and then you go like it's, mm-hmm. and then we can talk about the banana, banana cabanas or the, the bar that's at the pool. I mean, and then, Pirates of the Caribbean theme, and then they have the Pirates Room. I mean, big Pirates of the Caribbean guy myself. So it does. The pool has great theming. It's a the their main pool is awesome there, especially for kids. You know that theming plays really well with when you have little children. And you know, as we said earlier, the Skyliner is an attraction. So like when you get up to go to the parks and you feel like you're already on a ride. Then having to wait a little bit for your next ride isn't as hard for the kids, right? Yeah. Or I mean, I found if you want to go to the park or go to the boardwalk and walk around the boardwalk, I mean, that without a park ticket day, that's a great, great idea. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, or if you want to bounce over to some different restaurants and, and things like that, it's it's awesome. So let's talk about number one. It sounds like we're both having the same thoughts here. Coronado Springs, what do you love about it? Why is it your number one? Probably going to say the tower. That's probably why it's number one. And it's just everything I see, everything I read, it's, it's everything you want in a deluxe at a moderate price. And I'm going to tell you, I think it's the cheapest moderate of them. Yeah, it often is. You're going in a couple of weeks, or you you went uh, back in uh, June, June, July. January. I went January and I went in June. 
And the, this is my family's preference. I mean, like there, there is not a, the, the tower in particular, there is not a better deal typically at Walt Disney world than that price for what you get, because it really is a deluxe resort with a moderate price point, the tower in particular. And that's not to say, you know, the ranchos and some of the other outer buildings aren't amazing too, because they are. And there's great theming around those areas and around the quiet pools in those areas that really fits. And it's a really great loop. You know, if you're a runner or you like to go for walks in the morning to, to walk around the water, it's gorgeous too. But the tower is something else. And, you know, the, the biggest the biggest issue that you can run into with families at the tower is if you've got more than four, you know, you're going to likely need two rooms, which which can be a little frustrating, especially like for my family. We're about to hit that range where our youngest is one. When he hits that three year old point, we're going to be getting two rooms and it, it makes it you know a little bit more expensive and you have to kind of do different things with planning. But the other part of Coronado that we love is the restaurants. You know, Maya Grill is a fantastic Mexican restaurant. Three Bridges, fantastic. Toledo, fantastic. Like, we love all of them. And so, like, there, there's really hard for us to find, like, a real reason to stay somewhere else. You know, like, unless you want to kind of bump up to a deluxe or you want to save money at a value, when I'm looking in that moderate category and Coronado is sitting there at the lowest price point and it's our favorite place to stay, it's hard to end up at a different resort. You know, I can't argue with that. I mean, my wife's a big margarita fan. So her, for her to be able to go down, get a margarita at my grill or go to go out to three bridges and do the flight. It's, it's, it's also, I'm going to say I would, we were down there this summer. We drove by it so much because we we're on that side of that area. And it was quiet in terms of driving. So mm -hmm. I'm guessing on the way home from buses, you're not going to run into traffic. Like yeah. coming from Magic Kingdom, you're on the right side and where most of everybody else is turning left. You're just going right because it's just north of Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And, you know, one of the other things, obviously the downside for Coronado that, that some people harp on is that it only has the buses. But the buses are fantastic. And, you know, you just have to kind of, Either you know, I feel like with Disney folks, you either love or you hate the buses. For those that are going for their first trip, the buses are fantastic to get you where you need to go safely without needing car seats and all of those things. But one thing that I want to touch on real quick that I love about Coronado, that's a little bit of a hidden gem for the dads. Have you ever been at Walt Disney World, Chip, where you've wanted to watch a sporting event? Pretty much anytime one's on. But like I, I found myself. It was January 2021. I'm a huge Bengals fan. Are you? You're a Browns fan, right? I am a Browns fan. Oh gosh. So so going going into January 2021, the Bengals make the AFC Championship game. I'm at Disney World, and I'm like, I've got to find a place to watch the football game because they're playing the Chiefs. The chance to go to the Super Bowl. And I like I, I'm sitting here thinking I've been to Disney, you know, dozens of times and I don't even know where I would say is the best place for a family to go and watch a huge sporting event. Because you want to be with other fans, you want to be in like a sports bar type atmosphere. So come to find out, you know, Rick's sports bar is in the lobby of 
Coronado Springs. And we went down there. They had the playoff games on. It was a sports bar atmosphere. You're able to get great food. It's, I mean, it's bar food, but it's great bar food. And you can enjoy the game with your family. There's not a huge wait. You get out of there and you can head to the parks or whatever after the game or take the kids up for naps, whatever the case may be. And it was a it was a really great spot. You didn't have to go to, you know, ESPN Wide World of Sports or Disney Springs to any of those spots. So I, I thought it was a really, really great option. And it's something to keep in mind, even if you're not staying at Coronado, if you've got, you know, the national championship game on your trip or um, your favorite team's playing on a Sunday. They've got all the NFL games on, so it's a it's a great spot to go, and I would highly recommend it. You know, for anybody that's headed down to to Walt Disney World and they want to catch a sporting event on a break or or whatever the case is. And I I'm, I'm with you 100. I I think that's one thing Disney lacks is that spot for Dad to go watch the game. I remember we were down in, in 2018 when the Cavs were in the NBA Finals, and I'm a big LeBron and Cavs fan. I had to watch from my room in Animal Kingdom. So it, it was which isn't which isn't terrible which isn't terrible right like I'd rather watch it from my room at Animal Kingdom Lodge than watch it from my house to be honest because I'm yeah, still yeah, busy. That's, that's true. <laughs> There's not like that. I mean, Rick's is the only one, and I think it's mostly because that's a big convention hotel, right? And that why they would have. Yeah. I think they need to add more of those. Like I, would, I, 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 think they, I mean, I, I don't know why. I, I well, and it's going to be really interesting to see how things play out with the ESPN wide world of sports. You know, like there's there's a lot of rumors that Disney's going to be spinning some of that off or, you know, who knows what's going to happen with cable and streaming and ESPN and whatever. But that, you know, that's a huge area. And they, they lost the Braves spring training there. I know they host a lot of cheerleading and youth soccer and stuff like that. But unless you're going down for like a run Disney event, you don't really have any reason to go there. And, and kind of a small like tidbit. You and I have known each other since high school. We went to the same high school. We played football together. In your, do you have Spectrum where you live, Matt? Oh, we have Comcast, which I okay. I think is like similar. But yeah, so Spectrum's kind of like it's it used to be what we had back. Or that's what my parents had back in Southern Ohio. They lost ESPN. ESPN's not on there anymore. Oh my um, gosh! Well, um, there, there was. There was yeah, there was just a big controversy where ESPN got taken off of uh, some of the other channels down south the day before college football started, you know, and, the, and that that whole streaming sports networks. I mean, we could do a whole episode on that. You know, who knows what's going to go. But if you're interested in the, you know, the business side of things at Disney, you know, all of that stuff plays into the parks. And, you know, right now things are kind of in flux and you know maybe we'll hear something on saturday with d23 or or whatever but you know it would be nice if they had a really great sports bar at the espn wide world of sports that like you had some other reasons to go to that area you know not just the restaurant because I, I think they do have one that's open most of the time but you you don't really have a reason to hop your family over there or whatever and you know outside of like i said the run disney stuff is great there and the youth events are 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 awesome, but you know the, there's a whole area there that they can develop. So I think that's going to wrap things up for this episode. Chip, uh, thanks for joining me. I hope everyone found our discussions enjoyable and informative. We appreciate you guys taking a chance to like, review, subscribe, wherever you're watching the podcast or listening. 
again, we appreciate all the support. You know, the, the support we had for episode one was awesome. And we really appreciate that. If you're ever interested in being a guest on the show, or if you ever have any questions, you can feel free to reach out to us on social media. I'm at, at Adventures of a Disney Dad on all platforms. Chip Robinson Dad Life, right? Robinson Dad Life on Instagram and then at Chip Robinson on uh, X, I guess what it's called now. So definitely tag us and get in conversation, ask us questions. We we'll, we love talking, talking Disney. We love talking to anything. Absolutely. And if you have any specific questions, you can also email them to Matt at Adventures of a Disney I am a travel agent with the Magic for Less Travel. If I can ever be of assistance to you in booking your next vacation, or if you already have one booked and you want to transfer it over and have me help with all your dining reservations and help you plan your trip, I'd be more than happy to do so. Again, we appreciate the support and we look forward to seeing you next time.